Hello and welcome to Filled with His Love. You know, we talk a lot about the relationship between fear and faith. You've you've heard some of these sayings, you know, faith eliminates fear and how it's impossible for faith and fear to exist in this at the same time. They can't simultaneously exist. But today I want to talk about the relationship between fear and love. I recently saw an article entitled Love and Fear, a Special Issue. One author of the article, C. Sue Carter, is a psychologist at University of Virginia, and the other is a medical doctor at MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston. I will share in this episode a few thoughts from their article and then add my own interpretations and conclusions. So one of the first things they say is, we live in an uncertain world, sometimes inundated with fear and threats to survival. Yeah, for sure. Consider, these are my words, consider the war between Israel and Hamas, or between Russia and the Ukraine. News stories can increase fears in viewers, especially those who have relatives in the war zones. Yes, our world is inundated with fear. Then they go on, fear can be protective as a living organism anticipates and defends against danger. End quote. Okay, so for sure, there are some fears that are healthy. You know, the, the fight or flight response is built into our brain. So when we see a mountain lion approaching us on the hiking trail, we choose either to fight by sticking around and poking it with a, a, a branch or something, or we choose to run away from it and flee. This is the fight or flight response. It's instinct, and it can save our life. But what happens when fear situations become too frequent? And I'm not talking about when mountain lions approach us too frequently on a hiking trail. I'm talking about when there are quite illogical fears. We have so many fears that we basically produce ourselves that we make up. The mountain lion is a real logical fear, one that we need to deal with and have to deal with right at that moment. But when they become too frequent, when these fear situations that we sometimes create or, or help to create become too frequent, we can just have all kinds of mental and physical problems. We can become physically paralyzed at times. This can lead to post-traumatic stress later in life. So the authors say, quote, moreover, chronic or unchecked fear and anxiety can be deadly end quote. So severe anxiety disorder can literally kill us. We know how common severe anxiety disorder is in our society and actually throughout the world. We've talked about this before in the podcast. It is actually an epidemic throughout the world. So that is such a problem for all human beings when we have severe anxiety and these frequent episodes with fear. So let's turn now and look at the emotion of love. Uh, from the article, quote, embedded in positive social relationships are complex emotions and behavioral experiences known as love. The word love has various meanings, but the formation of selective connections and resultant perceptions of safety or trust are found at the core of most definitions of love, end quote. In other words, Love means we become closely aligned, connected, in relationship with someone else that we care about. 
So this is important. Think about it. The reason we have love for someone is because we feel safe in their presence. We trust them to do what they say they will do. We trust that they will not turn on us or reject us. Trust is such a central feature of what it means to love one another. If we go back to attachment theory, a child feels safe and secure in the presence of the parent. That's healthy attachment. That's the very definition, safe and secure. But that goes on into adulthood, and this extends into our marital relationships, our family relationships. Spouses feel safe and secure in the presence of each other. This is healthy attachment. This is a requirement, basically, for love as we know it in the gospel. So we've looked at what science says about love and fear. How about the scriptures? In the book of 1 John, which most believe was written by the Apostle John, he talks about the intersection between fear and love. Science is interesting, but sacred verse is inspiring. Listen to John's words in verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him, in other words, we love God, because he first loved us. If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God love his brother also. So in the book, Filled with His Love, one of the central messages is that if we are struggling to love one another— we should exert ourselves, exert all the energy we can to loving God. Then we'll grow in our capacity to love others. This is John's message in these verses. I'm intrigued with the relationship between love and fear. John says there is no fear in love. This is such a powerful assertion. Fear drives out love. Fear damages us in ways that, makes it, it, that make it difficult to love. So we, we've talked before about the anxiety epidemic and how it swept across the world. The pandemic made things worse, but anxiety disorder was already pervasive. Let's take a closer look at fear. There are so many kinds of fear. Fear of failure. Sometimes this is called performance anxiety. The college student who worries about failing an exam, for example. Fear of not being lovable. This is like the anxious attachment style. Fear of others, fear of heights, fear of enclosed places, fear of animals, fear of death, fear of disease, fear of being attacked. <laughs> we could go on and on and on. There are just so many fears. It's like when you begin listing all the things that people fear, you soon see that mortality could be characterized as one big pile of fears. Being in a physical body as we are on this earth brings with it all kinds of fears. Fears of being too fat, being too thin, too short, too tall, too slow, too fast. I'm kind of exaggerating, but you get the point. So, mortality is a scary place. Now, now think of our capacity to love. If we are afraid of someone, we have a hard time loving them. How can we trust someone we are afraid of? And yet Jesus said, we should love our enemies, even those who persecute us. 
That is such a radical thought. How can I love someone who is trying to destroy me in some way? How can I love someone I don't trust? Trust is such a close cousin to love. If it's true that one of our most important purposes on earth is to learn to give and receive love, we need somehow to get rid of our fears, whatever they might be. Fear is an emotion that overtakes us. Even when we think we're getting control of it, it's still there, down deep inside. Maybe we fear that we're not worthy of God's love or someone else's love. Or maybe we fear that the one we love will not love us back. Or maybe we fear that we will fail at the one thing we desire most to achieve. Fear is unusual because at first glance, it seems that it points us outward to the object or event or person we fear. But in reality, it points us inward. It captures our consciousness. Worry sets in, and our mind starts to swirl around aimlessly until we become sometimes exhausted. If the Apostle Paul is right, and if the neuroscientists are right, that fear actually does make it difficult or impossible for us to give and receive love. And if that's true, what should we do? We need to find ways to manage our fears. Fears often come because we feel we can't control something we want to control. I don't fear that I won't be able to turn the light off. I have control over that. I know it will work when I touch my hand to the switch. But I might fear that interest rates will rise to a point that I cannot afford to buy a home because I don't have any control over interest rates. Or I might fear that I will lose my job because my company is merging with another company and I have no control over that merger. That is why we need to remind ourselves every day that we can overcome our fears by relying on the Savior. He atoned not only for our sins, but also for our fears. His love, which comes to us through His atonement, can conquer fear, all fears. We know we can trust God above all others. We know He will never break His promises to us. As President Nelson has taught, quote, the answer is always Jesus Christ, end quote. So every day we concentrate on our love for the Lord and let His love fill us. The more we feel His love, the less fear we will have. And the less fear we have, the greater will be our capacity to love others. God's love is all-encompassing. It has no beginning and no end. When we open ourselves to His love, we can forget our fears. And when fear leaves, we naturally want to reach out to others. I hope that if you or someone you know has difficulty dealing with fear, you will get the needed help, or that person that you know will get the needed help. Sometimes that help can come from a skilled counselor, but in addition to professional help, you can always seek divine help. The Lord is always there. God wants to help us. He wants to be close to us. All we have to do is draw close to Him. And oftentimes, that happens through prayer or through the thought in our heart that is constantly there for His closeness to be with us. So remember, as John said, there is no fear in love, because perfect love casteth out fear. 
I hope this is helpful and we look forward to seeing you next time.